Welcome back to another episode of the Dominique Chantel Show. My name is your host, Dominique Chantel, and I'm going to be guiding you through. Listen, thank you so much for coming back to me. So if you haven't already, follow me on all social media platforms. My name is Dominique Chantel. I am helping you love yourself and create a highly intentional life for yourself. So I'm helping you to create a highly intentional life for yourself. Okay, so again, thank you for those who have been showing up consistently with me from Let Love Be Your Guide Days. I want to welcome in all my Beat Break Radio people. I want to welcome in Podcast FM now. And then also those of you on Honey TV, thank you so much for coming back week after week and joining me. You can catch me every Sunday from 12 to 1 p.m. So this channel is all about getting you to a higher level, right? Expanding our minds and just learning the life of about the life of Jesus and how he led um, with love, you know, and how he led with so much integrity and how he knew his purpose and he was sent to save. And so that's what you're going to get in this channel. I'm going to be helping you create a highly intentional life through biblical principles and helping you love yourself as well. So if that's you, go ahead and tap in. I won't hold you long tonight. Listen, I want to talk about how to recover from rejection, how to recover from rejection. And the reason why this is so important for me is because we all go through rejection. I've gone through it. Um, I've talked to my friends. They've gone through it. Talked to my family members. They've gone through it. And so I'm like, how can I make this relevant? How can I make this fit? Um, and I, I just want to submit to you that Jesus was rejected. And if you read, I'm going to take you back to Psalms 100 and. 18, um, 118 Psalms, verse 22, it says, the stone which the builders rejected, he has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. And so even Jesus was rejected. And with that being said, that means we will be rejected. But here's the thing, although Jesus was rejected again, which brings me to my first point, Jesus kept pursuing his God-given purpose. And then not only was he rejected, right? He was denied three times by Peter, one of his disciples. And so that was rejection again. So I want to encourage you to keep pursuing your God-given purpose, even in this time. In order to make it through rejection, you have to know your God-given purpose. And if you don't know that, I'm actually, uh, I created a video on knowing your purpose, four keys to knowing your purpose. And so you have to lean in during this time. If you don't know your purpose, again, lean into your relationship with Jesus. Lean into what you are supposed to be doing in this season. That's how you make it through or recover from rejection. Because I'm telling you, what rejection will do is tear at the fabric of your heart. And that is the one thing that the enemy wants is for you to feel low, for you to have low self-esteem, for you to feel discouraged, for you to feel depressed, sad, angry, upset, and to put the blame on somebody else. But no, we're not doing that. Okay. You cannot do, do that. You need to lean in and pursue your purpose during this time. Also, I want to say that there was a time when 
you know, rejection. When someone rejected me, I felt so bad. You know, I, I felt like I was worthless. I felt like, you know, my whole existence, again, in my early 20s, I felt like it was just the end of the world. I felt like, it's like, man, what did I do? But little did I know that the very thing that people have rejected is the very thing that Jesus has given me the gift, right? To speak, the the gift to be and, and research word and to give people inspiration. So the very thing that I looked at as a negative and that I, what I wanted to do was just like give up and not even, you know, do any of this, right? Share my platform, share my story. So I think it's so important for you to lean in and continually just going forward and moving towards your God-given purpose. So that's so important. And then I want to encourage you to, if you need to speak with a professional, a therapist, a counselor, why are you feeling rejected? Unpack that feeling and that emotion. Here's the thing. We've been taught that we're not supposed to feel you know, sad, or we're not supposed to feel angry. We're not supposed to feel mad. I know coming up, it was like, if you were a, a Christian, if you were coming up in the church, it's like, no, you're supposed to be happy all the time, happy-go-lucky. And you're supposed to say, yeah, I'm good. I'm doing good, you know, and suppress those emotions. But what does that do for you? It does nothing. The thing about your emotions, and even Jesus expressed himself in the Bible. So if Jesus expressed himself, we have to express ourselves. It says Jesus wept and Jesus felt sorrow, you know, in his, he felt those things. He was divine, right? And, and he was human. He was, he was still God, but he was man as well. And so it's like, in what area of your life? So here's the thing. We have to understand that, no, we are not like Jesus, but Jesus shows us in the scriptures that it's okay to be angry. But the Bible says, don't let the sun go down, right? While you are still angry, like resolve that emotion, figure that out and don't let it lead you to sin. And so we have to unpack our feelings and unpack our emotions. No more are we saying, oh, I'm doing good and you're really not doing good. No. How are you feeling today? Well, I feel like this. Um, I have had this season of where I'm so completely honest with my friends. Like, you know what? I'm not finna tell you I'm doing good. I'm sad. I'm discouraged. I'm depressed. Um, And I am not where I want to be. But here's the thing. Again, Jesus says it is okay to have those emotions, but we have to check those emotions. We have to know and find the spot. Okay, where is this coming from? And within the last situation um, that I was in, I'm going to be be candid with you. Rejection came up for me being rejected by my father and abandoned by my biological father when I was younger. And so how I felt rejected when somebody that I had never known for my entire life didn't even care to come see about me or check up on me um, only until I was 18. And then at that point, he came into my life and then left again. 
Um, but at that point, to be honest, I didn't know that my father had actually um, been incarcerated. He he went back to prison um, during that time and he served some more time. And so I'm saying that to say this recent situation that I had brought back those emotions, that feeling of rejection, even though I didn't know my father, it was somebody leaving that was important to me. And I'm like, man, I was close to this person, but but yet, you know, it still brought up these emotions. So I need to unpack that. And so I began to. And as I did unpack that by writing um, with one of my friends, just speaking about it, it gave me the ability to move forward and to say, okay, this feeling of rejection came up because of it, it stemmed back to my childhood trauma with my father. And so I was able to process that rejection emotion, heal it, ooh, okay, and move on. Again, we have to be self-aware and know what the, number one, what the emotion is. Why are you feeling angry, upset, disappointed? And then we have to know where does it take us back to? What does it remind us of? And that, that very thing, the rejection, from my father is what I need to heal. And as I begin to pray about it, and as I begin to seek God on it and have others praying with me, it became very clear that that's what I needed to heal. And so I, I did, and I, I'm still in that healing process, but it's good for me because now I know what it is and I know what needs to be healed, not just I felt rejected and I'm moving on, I'm suppressing that emotion and I'm not doing anything with it. I got help. I identified it and I moved through it. Okay. And again, and healing, the healing could take again, months, it could take years, but the thing is I, I'm better, right? Um, I know where it comes from. And at this point, again, I set boundaries in place though. I talk about having boundaries, hard boundaries, because now I know I can allow people who are just trying to maybe see um, what I'm about or see or trying to figure their life out in the process or they really don't know what they want. I can't have those people around me <laughs> because what's going to end up happening is I need you to know your purpose. I need you to be going somewhere. I need us, us to be going in the same direction because if we're going in the same direction, if we're like-minded, if you have faith, if you believe in God, nine times out of 10, I'm going to have a better outcome with you handling my heart because you'll know the standard for what God has when dealing with me. And I know the standard, what God has when it comes to you. So you have to make sure again, friends, family, um, your sacred circle, those are the people that should have access. Those are the people that should have the, the most access to your heart. And at some point, sometimes you have to guard your heart from them. But I'm saying they should have the most access on those emotions. Again, society and your acquaintances, co-workers, they should not have that access and that level of access to your heart and to your mind, to your thoughts. You have to have a filter. I talk about that. So that's so important. Um, y'all, um, again, for you feeling rejected, I, I want 
you to know that this is important because when dealing with issues of the heart and matters in your life, you have to know that you can't let everybody have access to you. Number one, you were called apart. You're not average. God didn't create you to be average, right? So you are a child of the King of the most high. God wants his best for you. And so you need to run with people who want the best for themselves as well. You can't be running with people who don't believe, don't have no faith, don't trust, um, don't pray. You can't believe, you can't be running with those types of people because ultimately you are who you hang around. And I want you to get this because at times we can feel pressure or we can feel like, oh, it's just this one time I'm just going to go hang or I'm going to let this person in into my life or we're going to go do this or want to go do that. But I'm telling you, if you don't have hard boundaries, if you don't filter who can come into your life and have access to your heart and your mind, life is going to be very difficult for you. I said it in my last episode. I, I said this, and I was just talking to one of my mentors about this, but how the area that you do not have a boundary in is the area that you will suffer in. Think about that. Because when you don't have a boundary in your finances, when you don't have a budget, in other words, a budget in your finances, you suffer in that area. If you don't have a boundary in your relationship or your relationships, you suffer in those relationships. Come on, y'all. If you don't have a boundary in your workplace, in your career, you will suffer in that career. Any area of your life that does not have a boundary, you will suffer in. Again, please make sure you go back to my episode where I talk about how to create boundaries and how people should be in your life, how they should be ordered in your life, okay? All right, so next point, and this takes me right into my next point. What is for you will be for you. And those who are for you will stay near you. Again, what is for you will be for you. And those who are for you will stay near you. One thing I know about purpose is that when you know your purpose and where you are going, the people who are called to you to help you bring your purpose and your destiny to pass, your purpose partners, they will be there for you to the end. Now, there may be, may be some people that may be there for a season of life or they are your forever people, um, your forever purpose partners. But whoever they are, they will be for you. They will be for you taking this time out to maybe get better with your finances, taking this time out to go and heal yourself, go um, get some clarity mental health work, whatever it is, they will be for you. And there will be no judgment there. There will be, there will be an emotional safe place, an emotional safe space there. I'm telling you, they will be there for you no matter what, because they see and they understand your purpose. 
and they know the level that you're trying to go to or the level that you are at and they will stick with you. Some people, again, you meet along the way and some people you've known for years, but they will be with you through ups and downs, again, through seasons. Some people are with you through seasons of life. But whoever is for you will be for you. You won't have to second guess. You won't have to say, oh, well, this person is off here. No, because purpose, purpose is always on purpose. All right. Purpose is always on purpose. And then purpose asks questions because I'm asking questions. Where are you going? What are you trying to do in your life? How do you feel about this? Okay. Um, Lastly. I want to encourage you in order for you to have rejection, to be rejected, there has to be acceptance. I'm going to say that in order for you to have rejection, there has to be acceptance. What do you mean? I remember when I was applying to the different colleges and I was like, I want to go to, I applied to UGA. I applied to Spelman. Um, I, I applied to a couple of other universities. And um, UGA, I got rejected. So um, I wasn't happy about that. Um, Spelman, I don't know if I got rejected from Spelman or... I just chose not to go. I don't know. Anyway, um, there were a few other colleges that I had applied for and I had got rejected. And I'm like, man, Lord, like, why am I getting rejected? Like, these are the schools that I put on my list and I want to go here. I want to get as many acceptance letters to these schools. And he was like, listen, there is a place that I have for you. UGA is not it. Spelman is not it. And I applied to the University of Missouri, Columbia, um, and where I would say this is one of the best decisions that I could have ever made in my entire life. It was to get out of Atlanta, Georgia, and to go to school in another state and in another city that was foreign to me. I had to relearn everything. I had to make new friends. And so what I'm saying is when I was rejected by UGA or when I was rejected by the other schools, it opened it up for University of Missouri to accept me. And so there was acceptance. And so even Jesus, even taking it back to his life, he was accepted by those who believed that he was the savior, right? He was accepted by those who needed a healer. He was accepted by those who needed somebody to help them through their problems. He was accepted by crowds. And the thing is, it wasn't even, (laughs) a lot of the times it wasn't even the the religious folk, (laughs) the folks in the church that accepted him. It was the people on the outside who was desperate for him who wanted to be saved, who wanted to be free from bondage. It wasn't the people that was caught up in the action of religion or just doing it just to do it. No, God is saying to you today where you have been rejected, 
I have accepted you. Come on. I have accepted you into my plan. I have accepted you into my community. I have accepted you into the kingdom. And there is space for you. There's room for you. There's room for this abundant life that you desire. So I want to encourage you that where somebody rejected you, there is acceptance by Jesus. And he has already validated you and stamped you in the book. Your destiny is cemented. You ain't got to worry about nobody else accepting you. Because when God gives you acceptance, that's it. When Jesus gives you acceptance, that's it. That is it. That is all the acceptance that you need today. So I say to you, the rejection of people, the rejection of a career, the rejection of a certain group, the rejection of a school, the rejection of a friend group, the rejection of anything that you've ever experienced of a parent, of a loved one, is God's acceptance of you. There's acceptance of you with your whole beautiful flawed self, with your imperfect self. There is acceptance of you. And so be encouraged today and go and know that God has accepted you and he loves you just the way you are. Listen, make sure that you follow me on all social media platforms. Make sure you keep joining me back here every day. Not every day, (laughs) but especially Mondays, I drop new videos and then I'm on Beat Break Radio. I'm on Podcast FM. I am on podcast buzzsprout oh my gosh um from 12 to 1 every sunday from 12 to 1 p.m and you'll see me back here on youtube do me a favor if this blessed your life share it with as many people as possible because i want to get out this message of having an intentional life and people dealing with rejection and they don't know what to do help somebody out today share with about three people all right All right. I love you guys. May you always be believing so that you may always be receiving and may you always let love be your guide in life today, forever and always. Love you. Bye.